Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the New Norm Podcast. We are out here in these uh, in these streets, on these virtual streets, bringing you some, some information, some news you can use. Follow us on Facebook and on IG at AH Community Wellness. Let me introduce the team to you. We have Janet Langford, also known as the super producer of this podcast. We have Christy, Miss KP, representing, going to give y'all something special with that word of the day. We got Darikius with D's Essentials. He's going to come through and, and get us right. And then we got Brookin with Writer's Block. And he's giving us like good creative energy and juice. So let's go on and jump into this community wellness check-in. How's everybody feeling today? What's going on? Feeling real good today. Uh, it's starting to feel like winter again. It's not warm out there like it was the other couple of days. It was like I thought I was going to bring up my flip flop. <laughs> that pneumonia weather. It was. Right? You know what to say. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I feel you on that. So yeah, it's. Uh, can y'all believe we we down to the wire in January? Like already the last couple of days, man. So. 2021 yeah it flew by didn't it didn't it so you know thankful that that we are here and uh part one was amazing of uh of the new norm podcast you know we gotta always shout out to uh to mel you know mm. he, he wanted the team now man that that was real we part of the team. We part of his team. That's, oh, that's, that's that's the real thing right there we'll listen <laughs> Like it or not, okay, we here, we here. So if y'all didn't see part one, make sure y'all check out part one of uh, this episode, man. Uh, Mel Crosby, he's a he's a dope MC, you know, one of the realest ones out, and uh, he just got a real positive message. So you know, check it out and and check out his music. So, um, so yeah, so y'all y'all want to go on and check the, uh, the the word on the street and, and see what's happening. What's the swearing on the street? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Give me a second to share my screen. All right. Can you all see that? Yes. Okay. Um, the word on the street to honor Black History Month in the beautiful inauguration of Joe Biden that took place last Wednesday. Today's word on the street is inspired by the National Youth Poet Laureate and the youngest inaugural poet in U.S. history, Amanda Gorman's poet, the poem, The Hill We Climb. After Trump's insurrection, and I quote, if we merge mercy um, with might and then love becomes our legacy and our change, our children's birthright. So let us leave behind a country better sorry, than we left. And that is exactly what happened um, this past weekend. Uh, we were left behind with Michelle Obama's iconic appearance that broke the internet and left the people and the culture speechless. She reflected standard, period. Uh, we were left with the inauguration of Joe Biden and the fellowships of past leaders. Uh, we were left with a hero, Eugene Goodman. We were left with the youngest poet. Um, we were left with a fireworks show and a beautiful performance. And last but not least, we were left with, with our first black um, female Asian-American vice president, Miss Kamala Harris. Woo! 
Yes, yes, yes. I love it. Yes, man. That was that was definitely the word on the street. One other word uh, who did get a shout out was Barbie. Barbie still. <laughs> Come I on, thought he was gonna join us. Right? Look, so, I thought he was gonna come sit up here with us. Like, <laughs> what? I'm done with y'all. <laughs> I'm undone. I'm serious. <laughs> That's it's, the new unbothered pose. When you the new unbothered. Yeah, oh you God. just roll your arms and look you unbothered. <laughs> you better know what to say. That's a lifestyle right there. That's it's a, a lifestyle. lifestyle. I live unbothered. How <laughs> about you and your mask, Christy? Yes, man. In my purse. In my purse. <laughs> In the purse. <laughs> <My peers. laughs> no, I, I still am like moved, you know, almost to tears by what she did with that poem, man. That yeah. that yeah. was real powerful. And I'll oh, go ahead, Dorikis. I didn't hear you side. No, just saying how powerful it was, but her delivery was so universal. So you just if you didn't think that was a good poem, then you just don't have uh the mental space or the heart like because that was everything yeah and um she also has a speech disability uh and because they did an interview with her and she was just saying how uh <laughs> she works and work, still works really hard um she said you know she has like a stuttering issue um and not only that just it it just speaks to like young people and look look at what you can do like we look at what you can work through like nothing can stop you at all you know so she was phenomenal and yes and shout out to president biden for tapping her you know what i'm saying and 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 you know seeing fit because if he was gonna pick a point he could to my real water down i knew that she was gonna be speaking you know i had heard that it was gonna be the youngest poet laureate but i would when that child opened up her mouth or that young lady and, and spoke truth to power. Well, she said a skinny black girl to single a single mother. I said, did they know she was gonna say that part? Before mm-hmm. I mean, she just spoke yeah. she just, she just really did the whole thing. She was just amazing. So thank you for bringing that word on the street, Jan. And I'm gonna have to go back and watch uh, Sister Gorman's uh, performance again. Right. It just, Again, it's just so powerful, man. And they also said that she might be performing at the um, um, Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah, they said that this morning I was listening to it, and they were saying that she might be performing for the Super Bowl. So things are opening up right. amazingly for her. Wow. Yeah. She already got a teacher position. They offered her one at Morgan State uh, University oh, in Baltimore, man. and she just signed a modeling contract with IMG. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, she took Look, yeah. she took oh, So I'm just waiting for for me to get tapped for my so I can blow up over. Okay. Like that's why I keep checking yeah. my phone. Like President Biden. Okay. All right. Don't, don't um. Well, she had. If you like, when I went through and just was reading like her poem, she hit on so much. But the the way she ended when she said, "For there's always light if we're brave enough to see it. If we're only brave enough to be it." Be that right there. Just be it. Yeah. Be it. Yes, that is you my say bars. Bars, bars. girl. Bars. <laughs> I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Thank you, Janet. As always, Jan, with that word on the street. Yes. 
we got these essentials. Get us right, D. We see you fresh okay. over there. Oh, you know, well, see, I had to go ahead on and try to, you know, look like I know what I'm talking about today. So, you know, you know how I got to go. But yeah. uh, today with these essential, I think it's essential that we maintain nice and healthy skin. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I just wanted to teach or tell everybody or, you know, inform them on how important skin is. Uh, and um, there are a couple of ways that we want to make sure that we are protecting our skin. Um, and the first way to protect our skin is protect your skin from the sun. I know that we got melanin and all that, you know, and it's better receptive to um <clears throat> the sun but however we still have to maintain a certain amount of of, of sun because we can't we can get skin care uh one of the most important ways to take care of your skin is to protect it from the sun a lifetime of sun exposure can cause wrinkles age spots and other skin problems as well as increase the risk of skin cancer the second thing is do not smoke okay i'm back Smoking makes your skin look older and contributes to wrinkles. Smoking narrows the tiny blood vessels in the outermost layers of our skin. And it also decreases the blood flow, which makes skin paler and cause wrinkles. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not trying to tell people how to smoke, but we should all just do things in moderation. Moving on. Uh, three, treat your skin gently. Uh, daily cleansing and shaving can take a toll on our skin. Um, we should limit bath time. You know, we all like to get in the tub and soak and stuff. You know, like I'm a shower person, but I do like to take uh, oatmeal baths and things like that just to calm, you know, uh, soften the skin or whatever. But then I take a shower just to make sure that I get all those that product off of me. But limit bath time. Hot water and long showers or uh, baths remove oils from the skin that we need. Limit your bath or shower time and use warm water rather than hot. Ladies, what? Let me just pause right there. Stay out my business. Take them hot showers. Listen, that's my business. Like, y'all, just said that. I was like, under the door, you walk in, you can write your name in the mirror. I'll be like, it is just too hot in this bathroom. Like, why? Um, but yeah, it says uh, for us not to use hot water, to use warm water. Okay, avoid strong soaps. I know we like the bath and body works and the different things, you know what I mean? But we should always make sure that we're using mild soap on our skin. Strong soaps and detergents can strip oils from the skin instead of choosing um, something that has a, a milder soap, which will keep your oils intact. Um, for fellas, shave carefully. To protect and lubricate our skins, applying shaving cream, lotions, or gel before we shave. Um, for the closest shave, you should always use a clean, sharp razor. Shave in the direction that your hairs grow. So people like me, you know, I have to be mindful of the razors I use because of my, my hair being so coily. You know, straight hair comes straight out the skin, but coily hair will, will wrap around and go back into the skin that will give you the hair bump. So pay attention to that, you know, ladies, when you're shaving, you know, uh, when you receive a, a hair bump, possibly that just means that that hair is curled up in your skin and you just need to get it out. Um, tweezers can do that as well. Um, and I used to wipe my skin dry. We shouldn't wipe our skin dry. We should pat our skin. When you got the shower, we should pat 
the towel on your skin because when we rub the towel, it normally takes all of the um all of the the moisture out of our skin. Okay, and the last thing is moisture your dry skin. If your skin is dry, you use moisture that fits your skin type. For daily use, consider a moisturizer that contains SPF. We need SPF as well. Um, so with that being said, like when you use the moisturizer for your skin, make sure that the moisturizer matches your skin because normally when we have oily skin, that definitely means that our skin is dry. I know that sounds weird. Well, if I got oily skin, that means that I got uh, moisture in my skin. No, your body produces oil when your skin is dry. Um, and the, now this is really the last thing I said. I know that was the last thing, but no, this is it. <laughs> um, eat a healthy diet. Y'all, we got to watch what we eat. What we, what we eat on the inside will show on the outside. So make sure that we're, uh, if we're eating, because I like me a pork chop, you know, I like me a piece of fried chicken, but I'm going to make sure that I'm drinking my water and putting the nutrients that I need back into my body if I'm going to take that route. But we shouldn't do it, you know, so I'm pro promoting that, but I'm just being real, you know, you know, I'm a country guy, so I like my, my you know, all that other stuff that I shouldn't be eating. So you got to supplement it. So you're not going to do it. Make sure you put it in you. And that's these essentials. <clears throat> All right, that's together. Okay, I thought you were shaded us at the ladies. Listen, it was though. I'm like, really, <laughs> really though. The hot showers. The hot okay. showers. I can, yeah. I don't know. I can't. I have to have a hot shower. I just Ooh, does that relax you? It don't burn y'all skin? Cause I be like, it does not. Like, if it's I too like, cold, you know, your mama used to hit you in your back and you do your back like that. That's how I was with that hot water in my back like that. I was like, oh, y'all showers don't be hot enough. That's yeah. what I had to tell my ass. Like, yeah. is you clean? Right. Then I can't Y'all gonna find me down in the bottom of the tub suffocated because it be hot. Because <laughs> 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 ain't he? Serious, <laughs> nah, for real. I, I love that. That got me ready for a shower now. That just it's some relaxing about the hot shower. It, it is. It is. Though. That's true. That's but I appreciate that about their skin and drinking their water because a lot of people do miss it. Yeah, you know, I'm not real big on drinks and a lot of juice. I'm I'm particular about my juices too, but water, you got to have water. And a lot of people be wondering why they face has so many um acid bumps. I think that's what mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. When you consume a lot yes. of drinks and acidic juices or acidic beverages, it's got to come out sometimes. Like. It got to come out, and it'll definitely come out that way, or come out um through worsening your kidneys, and then you'll end up with back problems and all that type of stuff. So. We definitely need to make sure that if we're going to do it, we, you know, make sure that we're drinking just as much water or more to kind of, you know, balance all that out. Yeah. I have like a favorite water that you drink, like all the water drinkers. You Coconut water. Spray Coconut water. Coconut water. I really don't Spray like water. Uh, water with flavor because it just feels like I left the ice in my cup and it watered down so you kind of get that little hint of, the, of whatever the flavor is and then it tastes like water so just give me some regular water and believe it or not my favorite water is it's not that pricey water i love sam's choice or sam's club whatever that is is that water is so good to me like it doesn't have that minerally taste now i'm not sure if we're supposed to have that minerally taste but um alkaline mm -hmm. we need our alkaline right. water Mm -hmm. Also, cold water. 
Cold water is bad for you too. It is. And I love it. I'm just not right. I need it. I'm an ice eater. So, you know, cold water is like. I got to drink room temperature water. Mm -hmm. That's best. Yeah. It is best. It says it's better for your your digestive system as well. Um, The the, uh, room temperature water. Now, let me ask y'all this while we talking water. So, of course, you know, when COVID first hit, everybody was really, you know, getting on the health kick and the holistic health. And so it's the herb uh, in my area down here in Talladega County. And uh, they sell um, collodial silver. And so the lady like, you know, you buy a gallon of spring water and add a tablespoon of collodial silver to the gallon of water and you drink a couple of days and it's a preventative uh, measure. Have y'all heard of that? I haven't heard of that, mm-hmm. but it sounds right. <laughs> yeah, nobody yeah. started doing it and it's like, you know, you add it for the tablespoon because she said like, well, her, she like probably met like an older lady, you know, she got adult children. And so she said that that's what she did with her children all while growing up to have a glass of uh, collodial silver infused water. And so I just started doing it uh, Recently, Ooh. you all say this this last week, but uh, but yeah, because yeah, that, that reminded me of um, when my grandma used to give me cod liver oil. I don't know if y'all, oh, know. yeah, but like at 360. See, you can tell you and mama, she's all of us taking that. Oh my god, oh, my I used to try to make sure I don't get sick, so I won't have to take that now because. My mom used to hold my nose and everything because I don't want Oh, and when you oh, burn, the taste come back to your mouth is nasty. Oh, I got time in the refrigerator. See? Mm. <laughs> Let's go. Mm-hmm. And that's that on that. Well, thank <laughs> you for that, these essentials. We get us right. Spring is soon to be here, and we want to be right for the spring and summer. So Absolutely. let's let's get it. Everything might be opened up by then. Oh, baby, we're going to bust it open. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. Either we might just have to just get out there, pull up our mail one time. And, Absolutely. <laughs> get it popping. Well, I guess it's time for Doc's Kona. Um, so y'all know me. I got to gotta bring the, the hip-hop flavor over to this Kona. And what I wanted to do today, because we talk hip-hop often, but... Um, and hip hop is many things to many people, but at the source, it is culture. And so today I'm going to be sharing about the hip hop declaration of peace, which is um, probably, I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it is actually a document um, that we're going to show a picture of directly that uh, was adopted by the United Nations on uh, May 16, 2001. And so the Hip Hop Declaration of Peace was actually um, written by uh, what we call the architects of hip hop, various activists, because they saw in the um, in the late 90s, like after Tupac and Biggie um, were murdered, they saw how hip hop was like blowing up its way. Like it was, it was being taught on college campuses um it was really um even as an industry you know starting to generate a lot more money and so uh, the architects of the culture wanted to get a handle on it because they saw where it was going so that's a picture of it right there and it includes 18 different principles for call us hip-hoppers to live by 
So these principles talk about everything from um, just how culture was created um, to uh, be a tool of upliftment, how it is really our uh, collective consciousness. It is a culture. It is not a product. You know, although we can trade, um, like the seventh principles talks about how we trade elements of the art form, you know, for money or prestige or things, you know, people eat off of, of aspects of culture. The hip hop in and of itself is not a product. And uh, and so the, the Declaration of Peace is just really powerful. The other thing that it does is it identifies important days within the culture. So or important like milestones. So for example, November is hip hop history month. And so that is identified in the Declaration of Peace. Um, May the 3rd, Rap Music Day. The third week of May is Hip Hop Appreciation Week. And then May the 16th is uh, Hip Hop Independence Day. And again, um, it is Hip Hop Independence Day because that is the actual day that um, the architects went before the United Nations to present the document, May 16, 2001. And so um, when they presented the document, the United Nations adopted the culture as an international culture of peace. So this is the 20th anniversary. This year will be the 20th anniversary. The hip hop culture has been recognized by the United Nations as an international culture of peace. And um, as of a couple years ago, which we know is still true now, um, hip hop culture was the fastest growing culture in the world. So, um, you know, we, we talk about a lot of things culturally, um on this show uh from emotional wellness to entertainment you know no matter what we talk about we always relevance of hip-hop because it is just that universal so i felt it was important to highlight this document and i encourage everybody to actually read the 18 principles it really is an inspiring document um shout out to uh my friend and mentor minister server for putting me onto uh, this great information. Shoot, probably about in like 09, 2010 is when I learned about it. And ever since then, it has really uh, guided me professionally and personally. So uh, shout out to uh, KRS and, and all the other uh, brilliant minds that were behind uh, this document, Simple Hip Hop, uh, everybody that was behind creating this document. And again, uh, you could Google it and, you know, go and, and just really read all of those principles. So that is Doc's Corner, Hip Hop, uh, Declaration of Peace, Hip Hop Independence Day is coming up, May 16th, 2021, which is the 20th anniversary, y'all. So major. Uh, yeah, major. Do it for hip hop. So that is Doc's Corner for today. That's awesome. Um, yesterday, it's just ironic that you did this because yesterday, you know, Blackish has a spinoff called Mixedish. Mm -hmm. The topic was yesterday hip hop because they were talking about how um, when hip hop first came on the scene, it had they had uh, stamped all these negative conditions to it. So um, they actually didn't want. They were trying to allow their daughter, who was 13, to explore music. And she so happened to uh, draw to hip hop. 
but they from what they heard they thought that hip-hop was just not good but she had to kind of show them and explain to them that it's not really about the lyrics right now because hip-hop was a feeling it was a beat it was all of these things but there were actual artists out there who were talking about stuff actual substance excuse me and instead of talking about all the negative things so they end up um, allowing her to listen to hip-hop but they censored the hip-hop of course like with any music it's like some music you can let your child listen to and some music you can't but you can't just totally rule out hip-hop and that's what the show was about so i just wanted to say that yeah it was really good <clears throat> Yeah, and I think that gets missed a lot of times. I'm not really musically inclined, but I do feel like just somebody that's kind of in the middle. I feel like I was raised with a lot of older, um, yeah, of course, older people, but I was brought up on a lot of older music. I can definitely see the change that has come between then and now. And yeah. it makes me kind of pull away from the whole genre because of you know the stigma that it has you know mm -hmm. it really doesn't to me doesn't have a lot of substance but when you go back and start listening to your ghetto boys and your um i can't uh two just a lot of different artists that actually mm -hmm. had what we call substance is missing it and if a lot of young i feel like if a lot of young artists now would kind of take the time to you know look into this declaration of peace or, or this the hip-hop stuff actually look into who, who they came from, because they all inspired behind somebody. It's nothing new mm -hmm. on the sun. And That's I think it's time to give them a little bit more substance. Yeah, you do have artists like Mel and and uh, my friend Ian and some of their colleagues that they work with, that they do recognize and, you know, look into the real in-depth of hip-hop. But a lot of these new artists, they don't. They, you know, two-minute songs, and that's it. It's about to be. I truly feel like... Um, in addition to that, I feel like hip-hop, nah, I feel like we know that the, that whole era of hip-hop was attached to, um, or the connotations, connotations behind it was attached to um, culture, um, to be honest, and just like the ethnicity. Because when, you know, people say, oh, it doesn't really have substance, I go back and listen to all type of music. And the music that I listened to before hip hop, um, you know, was its own era. Some songs didn't have substance either. You know, there were some artists that didn't talk about anything um, from, you know, blues to, you know, to jazz. And I, I think that's quite interesting how uh, I guess hip hop in a sense was put See, what was this? Somebody don't do right. Sorry, excuse me. But how, how hip-hop was just put into this box. And it was put into this box because of literally the culture and the people that were expressing what needed to be said. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, I, I listen to songs now, um, hip-hop, whether it be hip-hop or R&B or just country and you have some songs that are definitely of substance. And then you also have songs that aren't really talking about anything at all. So we need a blend. Like sometimes you want to just not think about nothing or just right, right. It's, it's, it's a time to play. Yeah, absolutely. Turn up. Just like they said, we we busted. We 
we we do it a bust a challenge. And I can't be talking about what I need to be doing right when I'm trying to bust. Like, <laughs> Woo! you know what to say, friend. But it's just interesting, you know. So I want to bring this little info, you know, as we continue to always bring up hip hop because I like I tell people, hate it or love it. One thing about it. You can't deny it and you can't deny the influence. So it's kind of like at this point, it don't matter if you like it or not. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop influences everything. And and nothing, you know what I'm saying? And nothing shows that more to than the Georgia special Senate election in the parking lot of New Birth Church, where Cash did the remix of Throat Baby. And it's called Vote Baby in the church parking lot. And if you don't know the song Vote Baby, just leave it alone because you it ain't your ears is not ready and prepared for it. I, However, I, I, I hear it in my head right now. Uh, I, I but uh, so happy yeah. Vote Baby. <laughs> Vote Baby. That made the reason. We're gonna use that card and vote baby. Yeah. yeah. So it nothing nothing tell you even more. Hip hop is, is a strong influence. So, uh, so yep, that's Doc's Corner. So, uh, we rounding on out this podcast, y'all. You already yes. know, uh, kicking it with KP brings us the the um the wrap up. So, she got our word of the day. Well, hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. And we just want to simmer on down while y'all kick it with your girl, KP. So, okay. just for the word of the day, as you all can see, it's grouse. And it does mean to grumble and complain. Gonna let that simmer in for a little second. To grumble and complain. How often do we find ourselves complaining? And in this time, you know, just this whole pandemic and this wave, my, I myself had um, got diagnosed with COVID. And I found myself, you know, I never got to this point of being grouseful. I was never there because I found myself trying to be graceful and grateful for what was all, what I did have. You know, my life, I did still have that. I had a little bit of my health and, and, you know, just the small things that we often take for granted. So it's sometimes so easy to focus on the lacks thereof instead of concentrating on what we do have. So instead of finding ourselves, you know, let's grouse less, let's complain less and appreciate more. Whether it's just, you know, waking up today, having having money in our pocket, um, having you know, just the small things. Let's yeah. just be appreciative of the small things. It doesn't have to be a million dollars or a house on the hill. Let's be grateful that you got shoes to put on. Mm -hmm. Just the small stuff. So we oftentimes get caught up in this. So I just wanted to kind of bring in just a, a gratitude. Just let's be graceful as we move forward this year and the upcoming weeks, the upcoming months, because we know last year was something. It, it brought out a lot in a lot of people, whether it was good and bad. It destroyed a lot of families, relationships, mental states. It did that. Um, so, and also, thank you, Janet. Just moving forward, um, this quote came from Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is just a little pad that I have on my desk, and um, it's daily, as you can see. And it says, strength does not come from winning. Your struggles develop your strengths. When you go through hardships and decide not to surrender, that is strength. So we all have a story. We all have things that we do grow through, whether mentally, physically, emotionally. We have things that we go through. But you show your strength and you exercise your power by not surrendering. So whatever it is you're going through, reach down deep. Find that strength to endure. Find that strength to overcome. 
And last but not least, be kind because kindness is free. So that's how we kicking it with KP today. Just be graceful, be grateful, be appreciative, empower yourself, activate your strength, and of course, be kind to somebody else because kindness, again, is free. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you. Kicking it with KP. Thank you, everybody, uh, for tuning in to the New Norm podcast. You already know that we're bringing you uh, new content twice a month. This time, three times a month. We had a lot, uh, you know, this month. We, we was getting it in. So make sure that you tune in Tuesday because we have a very special guest that has just been messaging me. So I guess we can go on and go public with y'all, Dr. Seema Gupta, mm. who is a uh, a real important person in the community right now, as she is uh, one of the, uh, just advocating and getting the information out about uh, COVID and about the COVID vaccine. She actually works for Alethea House. We have a COVID expert on staff, but uh, she works very, very close to the health department and the Alabama Department of Public Health. So she will be our guest on Tuesday. So make sure uh, Tuesday, February 2nd, you do not want to miss this awesome episode with Dr. Seema Gupta. She is a powerful woman and she just makes it plain, man. So if you got just you know, questions or hesitancies you may feel about the vaccine, um, we will be talking about that. And let me just say, I have had my first dose of the vaccine and I'm, you know, so far so good. And I'm, you know, looking forward to getting that second dose um, next month. So um, again, y'all, thank you for tuning in. Y'all already know New Norm Podcast, where community meets wellness. Thank you to the team, man. Uh, Ian had his spot in part one, as well as Mel. Y'all make sure y'all check out part one. Um, thank you to all y'all for tuning in. Like, share, subscribe, follow. And we'll check y'all out on the flip side. Peace. Peace.